advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I I am. am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I I am. So faster. I threw you off. Like, I thought you would still ding it even if I did it, and then you still had to wait. I'm did, on I'm on beat. I don't know. Did they so, ding at all? I don't know if the, you know, who out there listens knows, but there is a group of people that have to <clears throat> clink and ding um, when we do the intro. Which fucked him up right now. Oh, that fucked him up for sure. That was... We got two new groups this week. Um, uh, Cult Sculpture started a uh, UFO... It's, it's I think it's just UFO-SK. Um, so there's a UFO group for Sofa King. Could it be Scoo-FO? Could have been, but it's not. It's UFO-SK. And then the other one is Lego-SK. So I think there Dave's in the Lego one, yeah? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So Axel posted some car. It was funny. Like you posted like a time lapse. Who the of a fuck car, has time? And I tried to show Maddox. I was like, hey, look at this. Like a time lapse. And he's like, oh, I have that. And like before the parts were in a bag, like in a pile. And he's like, it's a McLaren something, something. And he went in the room and got it. And I was like, I didn't even know he had that shit. Like all put together the set that Axel was working on. It's funny too, because I'm pretty sure Axel's going to deny it, that Axel was going to get competitive. Cause like I commented like, Hey, my son's got that. Boom. I posted it. And he's like, yeah, how long did it take him to make it? And I said, Hey Max, how long did it take? He's like, I don't know, 25 minutes. And I, I put 25 minutes and actually, oh, yeah, that's about right. I was like, I bet he was like trying to see, <laughs> you know, that's what I felt. That's the vibe I got from it. Right. Like, don't lie, Axel. You got to make up for your shoulders somehow with fast Lego assembly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was being cool. Maybe he was trying to make me feel like my son wasn't slow at Legos. I was. I, jo- I joined the group just to sort of scope it out because it's like I've thought about like doing some Lego. I could see you doing stuff, Legos. There's like, dude, there's crazy Lego like, kids. The question becomes like, what, like, how long does it take to build something? Because if it doesn't take a really long time, I'm really not that interested in it because then I just like, because what do I do with it? Like, you got to put a shelf up, dude. I mean, unless you're okay breaking it back down. Maddox saves all the books and he saves them for a long time. And then finally, like, it, the cat knocked it over or he's cleaning his room and it fell. And then he's like, fucking traumatic. And he's like, well, fuck it. I'm just building something else out of this, you know? So he's just got buckets now. But Once a lot of people become, build them and you save them. Find the book online? Probably. Uh, Once no, you can, no, he advanced. saves the book I mean, just so you have it so he can pull out any book and build any kit just out of, the, out of his bucket, you know? Right. Once you become advanced, you don't need a book. And you yeah. just build whatever you want. That's right. You just need oh, a I lot of Legos. I haven't pulled the trigger on it, but it seems like. It seems Dude, Max builds crazy. He built a Lego, like a Star Wars speeder bike, like just built it, like not off of a kit, just from fucking memory. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, it looks like a fucking speeder. Like all the colors and everything are right. It's, it was badass. Yeah. Like he built My son's building like, like four by fours with light bars and stuff. Like, <laughs> nice. You know. <laughs> I build like real life stuff. Like I got a. Uh, a rock hit my <clears throat> motorcycle engine case and popped a hole in it and all the oil came out when I was riding. Oh shit. And um 
We got it back. And it hit the fucking, the oil, like it hit that metal so hard, the rock went through the metal? Yeah, punctured it. Yeah. Damn. Popped a hole in it. Uh, and um, so we took it back and they're like, oh, you just uh, take that JB Weld steel stick. Right. And it's like, you just break off this putty, mold it with your fingers, and then you just put it on the hole and it hardens hard enough. Right. It becomes the aluminum. And you're like, so I fixed it. Yeah. I've, I've used JB Weld on crazy shit, dude. When I it's was a the, pool guy, yeah. I put a JB Weld on a bracket that held the pool mm-hmm. light under the water. Like mm-hmm. I fucking put it underwater mm-hmm. and it held for like a year and a half mm-hmm. before it broke again under fucking water. Yeah. They have a water stick now too that that's, um, it's like, it's crazy. It's like 900 pounds tinsel strength and you mold it, you know, mm-hmm. you peel off a little piece and you mold it and you can put it on like PVC pipe or aluminum pipe or brass pipe or anything. And you mold it on there and you can do it un- with water on it right. and it'll just seal it up. Yeah. I just and got in dries. You it can was summer. So I got in the pool, the pool sweep kept catching on it and the little metal thing had broken off. So it kept pulling the light out of the hole and then, like there's five foot of slack mm-hmm. and the customers are getting scared. They're going to get shocked. <clears throat> but you're not. It's a sealed light. That that there's water behind that all the time. So I well, that I, end there's a breaker. Yeah, I jumped in there yeah. and pulled the light out onto the deck, and then just JB welded it on the deck. Went and did another pool, came back, and it was it was fucking that shit's rock hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's like metal. Minutes, it's yeah. fused. And then I got back in the pool, put it back in. It lasted for yeah. a long ass fucking time. But yeah. it wasn't the water one. Uh, Harbor Freight has generics like Atomic Putty, and it works just as good as JB Weld. Shit smells like <clears throat> dead cats though, dude. Yeah. It's well, it's an epoxy. It's an epoxy. It so weird, though. Yeah, it's it's a uh, pretty impressive, man. I I um yeah, I had a it was about a quarter size hole mm-hmm. in the case, and um, I cleaned it up, sanded it, mixed up that you know just you just need it like play doh yeah. almost you, you know paint and then back I, over it huh I just left it no I just left it it's gray looks it looks just like the case so oh you can't even tell right I mean you can if you right. looked at it but if you're just looking you wouldn't even be able to tell. It'd be right funny on the if you bottom. just welded a big old like rivet looking patch thing on there. So just, <laughs> you could, yeah. <laughs> it looks all cool. So yeah, it's kind of, that stuff was pretty, pretty amazing. And I was like, oh, I got to get a new case now. And they're like, no, no, no. It's just, they're like, everybody we know has those. Like, and Steve's like, yeah, Which the whole bottom common. of my bike is, is a steel sticked up. Yeah. Because it just, it, it, it you know, aluminum is soft enough mm-hmm. where it's about the same strength. So I was like, that's pretty crazy. So I ended up buying some. And then I bought some to put the the water one to put in the trailer in case a, yeah, I a bought line that bust atomic or tape because uh, my sink was leaking in the kitchen and it was like fucking dripping, dripping. And I get under there and it's like, fuck, dude, the bottom of the pipe's just like gone Yeah, in a spot. So I took like a piece of like rubber inner tube or something mm-hmm. and put it on there and, put and the then tape I wrapped it, it with like yeah. that crazy atomic tape. And I just wrapped it super tight and went back and forth with like two, two uh, layers of it. And that shit's been like that for years. Yeah. doesn't leak come, yeah. at all. Good. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Good stuff. Good stuff. How about Pretty you, Dave? What did you atomic tape? What this manly week? stuff did you do? Um, <clears throat> I pulled my. Did you, you flex seal your screen and float in a lake on it? No, I pulled my oh, uh, washer out because it keeps leaking when I do a load of clothes. But you have a woman come over and do a load of clothes, right? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. Right. <laughs> How'd you know what the buttons did? So hey, I have no <laughs> idea what what what, yeah. what does a washing machine even look like. Is what I want so to know. So I pulled it out from the wall. How'd you find and, it? And looked at where it, the water is coming. <laughs> is out. it behind the kitchen? No, it's in the garage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. why is but it yeah, in there with the tools? I pulled it out and and looked at where the water is coming from, and then thought, oh well, now I don't know what to do. 
and then pushed it back in. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> so I diagnosed the problem. Well, there's yeah. a seal. It's probably the there's little rubber, the little leaking. rubber grommet that goes yeah. in where it hooks to the faucet. Like literally, turn those faucets off, undo that, and there's just a little rubber grommet you need to put. No, inside the water, that. like where the where the water comes out of the drain when it drains, like oh yeah, it's, back, it's backing up in there. That means uh, there's something wrong with your fucking pipe or your, your main. Pipe. So yeah, you got to get a snake. Snaked. Snaked. Yeah, Indiana Jones hates snakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I don't know Dave. if I want to if I want to get froggy and buy a snake. My actually, my neighbor has a snake. I don't know. Just put Drano down there. You have a septic tank? No. Yeah, just put Drano in it. That's not bad. It might work. It just depends, man. Like I Hot had that water. same. Well, problem. you could try it. I mean, it's a cheap. Yeah, $6 and it ended up try. being like 150 feet away was where yeah. the problem was, like fucking roots and shit. Right. Yeah. I, I fought it. Well, I fought my it for main time. was we completely redid my main a couple of years ago, so I know it's not the main. But the it definitely sometimes there's a clean out too, and you can get to it, but it's right. easy there's on the a, outside yeah, of your house because yeah. on that side of the house, it's like only my kitchen sink and yeah. that are the only things on that side of the house that feed <laughs> into one pipe into the main. So yeah. if it is a pipe problem, it's not a significant pipe problem, I suspect. But that was that was my manliness of the hmm. of the week. Man, Dave's crazy. He installed a stove, and now he's like. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, if you oven, consider us yeah, tools. Isaac, yeah. yeah, yeah. If I just, if I installed the stove, <laughs> then um, I might be fixing my washing machine soon too. <laughs> <laughs> what is a man but a, ha- but a hammer? Oh, wait a minute! I get it. Yeah. I get it. Oh, me and Brent are gonna yeah. come over and look at it and fix it. What is I a Brent it. but a wrench? Yeah. <laughs> so I need to, I'll I'll start with Drano and. What is a Brad but a hammer? Exactly. Working my way to a snake. So that's all I know. Um, and I have oh, I have the right notes. So uh, have you done any uh, fancy things with El Yucateco lately? I finished that fucking big uh, jug. Did you? Yeah, I had to shake it last night to get into the fucking ramen. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, and finally through that. Yeah. It's a lot. Because I, I keep That's not wanting, lot. I have a couple of bottles. I'm like, I don't want to open it. I want to open it. I'll just keep refilling it. And last night I was like, oh my God, I'm fucking done with this shit. I was shaking it upside down. Nice. I should well, when you're it. eating a bottle a day, like. I can't do a bottle a day of Triple X. Like in the height of it though, I could do half a bottle a day is what I would end up doing. I mean, I could do a bottle heyday. a day, but it's like, I'm just fucking trying to be crazy. Yeah. It just depends on what you eat too. Like I, a lot of times I only eat one meal a day. So there's not a lot of opportunity. Like to put a whole bottle on a burrito is fucking like. You're like tripping. You're like, for it. Even if it doesn't burn you, you get capsaicin high. Like it gets all fucking weird. Like mm. you eat that much hot sauce, it'll, it'll make you fucking weird. Like I got some weird ramen right now that's like two times You're hot. You're already weird. Fucking hot ramen, but it's like not. Like my family will try it. And they'll be like, that shit's fucking hot. How are you eating that? And it's like to me, it's not hot at all, but I get a head change. By the yeah. time I'm done drinking the broth, I'm like, oh, weird. I fucking have like capsaicin high, but my mm. mouth was never hot. I've like right. burned my fucking taste buds out. And then there's dudes that can eat shit so much hotter than me. Like, that would put me to fucking shame. My problem is fucking heartburn. Like, I could eat some pretty fucking hot shit. Like, it's delicious and I like it. But, like, 15 minutes later, I'm like, Mm. oh, fuck, that's fucking me up. You know what's crazy is I'll eat all this hot shit. I don't get heartburn, knock on wood. A fucking green tea from Dagny's, the one that's actually green fucks me up yep something about green tea green tea gives me heartburn i get bad. heartburn so it's, bad there's some sort of Weird. acid in it or something i don't know what it is i fucking start like getting uncomfortable yep. and burping my chest gets yep. all fucking weird and i get heartburn from it i get green it tea too. fucks me up too in a totally different way i drink green tea and it's like i just fucking smoked a crack rock 
Like I'm fucking <laughs> bouncing off the walls. Like oh, the well, way, you know why? The way that the caffeine of green tea hits my system is so bizarre. And it you know, fucking, I'm just like, you know why? And, huh? It's green tea has more caffeine than black tea. Well, I never like drink the, black tea. Well, I know, but I'm just saying like it has like black tea has, you know, caffeine, coffee has caffeine, but it's the same way as coffee, like a, a really dark coffee, like a dark roast has less caffeine right. than a light roast. That's why, but, that's why a morning coffee is usually a light roast or a medium roast. Right. But the thing that's weird though, is a cup of coffee has more caffeine than green tea. So green tea shouldn't hmm. make me bounce off the wall if coffee doesn't. But every single time I drink green tea, I turn into fucking Daffy Duck, like fucking bouncing around the living room. Like white tea is made from baby tea leaf. Mm, that's all I can baby. think of. White tea made from baby. Yeah. That's all I can think of. So um, thank you to our patrons. We always thank you at the top of the episode. Um, if you're interested in becoming a patron or supporting us, you can go to patreon.com black slash Sophie King podcast. Look at the different tiers, the different uh, swag and gifts and swings that you'll get for pledging different amounts of money. Uh, or if you want to support the show and you don't want to do a monthly uh, support, you can always go to our, uh, our gear store and buy some shirts and mugs and stickers and all sorts of stuff. That's another way, or just share some posts. These are all ways to get the word out and to, to help us out. But um, our patrons for this episode, um, we begin with, and I didn't know that he was a patron of ours, um, totally, totally surprised and blessed. It's Zeus. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Zeus. Like, he should be busy with lightning bolts and shit. You would think. Grace us mean, with his presence. Like, he wouldn't have time to listen to this. Zeus, well, you would think like, if he's up there, like, you know, hammering out, you know, lightning Zeus. bolts that's on that his Zeus. anvil. Oh, different Zeus? Zeus, from, Zeus from Compton. Oh, you mean Jesus. I assumed it was the Greek uh, king of the gods. No, actually, he's the Mayan, the Mayan god of thunder. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know that song by the Beatles? I do. L- by Los Beatles. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So then we have Taylor Grace Franco. Franco? Taylor Grace Franco. That's John Franco's cousin. It's like three last names or something. There's something I don't <laughs> I don't like the mix. Taylor Grace Franco. It's another hasty uh, mystery. We don't like know. I could you could switch them in any order and it wouldn't make any difference. Franco Grace Taylor. Grace Taylor Franco. Taylor Grace Franco. Like there's no hmm. I think Grace Taylor Franco's the best of that mix, actually. It just rolls Especially off the tongue a little dude smoother. Named yeah. Grace. I like that would that. be cool. I like that. Um then we have Borkizi. Bojor Ki Bojor Queezy. B-O-J-O-R-Q-U-E-Z-E. Oh, blowjob queerzy. Yeah. <laughs> That's or if your buddy Bo gets sick in his stomach, you're like, hey, Bo, Jacuzzi. Yeah, That's Bo, exactly. Jacuzzi. Yeah. You just got off a roller coaster, Bo, Jacuzzi. Yeah. Calm down, man. Calm down, Bo, Jacuzzi. Go and get queasy. Yeah, take some like drama with me better. next time before you yeah. go getting on the yeah. Viper in reverse, man. Yeah. 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 So that's happening. Him. It's happening. I'll pour a little more, man. Little Talladega sneaking in there. Mm-hmm. Bit, man. He's, got, got, oh, he's got Talladega glass. Oh, no. It's we gone. have yep, historic historic gamer twenty four. Yeah, historic gamer. Historic one word. Historic gamer twenty four. He likes history I'm, games. I'm just surprised that there were twenty three other historic gamers. Yeah, true. Maybe he was born in in twenty twenty four. No. Yeah. No. 
now we're getting into something. I'm Maybe just saying. Negative three years old. That's right. Or he's Benjamin Button old. Exactly. I think he does Civil War reenactments, but Historic digitally. Gamer. Yeah. No, no, no. Turn-based no. Civil War reenactments. Yeah, real life, though. So boring. Yeah. Pax Musket, your turn. <laughs> I will not be following up, sir. That was good. So, and as always, we are a member of the Podbelly uh, Podcast Network. So go there to check out good podcasts and uh, to find out some good tips and tricks. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, um, there, there are good tutorials there and there's a great directory that you can submit your own podcast to, et cetera. But go check it out at podbelly.com. There's good merch there, et cetera. Um, good, good people that we know have forged mighty podcasts on the back of Podbelly, and you can as well. Yeah. The Ukraine can too. Mm-hmm. The Ukraine as well as can yeah. too. Yeah. So our topic today we are going back in time to cowboy days and looking at Butch no Cassidy cowboy times. and the Sundance Kid. I thought Butch Cassidy was the Sundance Kid. No, I was wrong. Two, two different people. Because I knew, I knew that, like, all that I knew of, of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid came from me as a kid watching Butch and Sundance, yeah. the, old, the old movie. It was one of my mom's favorite movies, so it was in rotation quite regularly. Um, I almost watched it. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. It's like, fuck, I just watch this. But I was trying to find if it was historically accurate and like lots of Reddit tags for that question, but no one really got to the answer of if it was accurate. I mean, how do you know? It's all based off of fucking little 10 cent fucking folklore, folklore shit. Yeah. Yeah. And my suspicion is it's not very accurate, even just because everything that you read is like Butch and Sundance weren't really all that close in the game. Yeah. Like, and, and man, when you watch movie, these historians, look like they're best friends, these guys are so into this shit. There's such like crazy history nerds about such specific topics. Like this guy was like, I was watching documentaries and I watched like fucking uh, like a biography and then I watched like a PBS one or something. And there's like, and then Butch Cassidy held his revolver to his head and he cocked it back and he said like, and you're like, no, you don't fucking know that. You do not know that shit. That was a fucking 10 cent fucking little, you know, novel thing that you could fucking buy that was like fucking grandiose and glorified over some right. fucking telephone story. You know, most of this shit is probably going to be, you know, yeah. pers- it's just, it's guesswork. I mean, the most accurate, the most accurate stuff yeah. is going to be, the most accurate stuff is going to be this gang robbed this bank on this date and took this much money. Yeah. This yes. train on yeah. this date and took this conjecture. What otherwise. they were doing when they were camping on the road. We have no fucking you know. idea. You if know. they had a diary, maybe they wrote something. They wrote a letter. There's some of that stuff where sure. like, he writes a letter to sure. someone because he's sure. mad because they didn't show up for the train heist. I'm more impressed with like some of the events that happen where it's like, and then they fucking went their separate ways. You fucking go your separate way at Disneyland with a cell phone, you'd be hard-pressed to fucking find your family again. Right. <laughs> this motherfucker goes to Argentina <laughs> with his wife and starts a fucking ranch under a fake fucking name, and then the other motherfucker comes and finds him later yeah. and hangs out again. And you're like, yeah. how did you find him? Yeah. <laughs> He's looking for fucking paw prints and coyote shit and fucking finds him somehow. Cowboy, Brent. That's Gotta impressive. Be, being a it's cowboy. impressive. Yep. He didn't have fucking map quest. Should have been a cowboy. He ain't got no yep. fucking Google. Should have learned to rope and ride. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So, and of course, their gang was called the Wild Bunch, yep. which I always thought was a cool name for a cowboy gang because it's normally like the Clanton Gang. And it's like th- these guys had an actual legit name, except the then Bunch. I found out that they stole the. There was like another gang that fell apart that went by the Wild Bunch, and they were like, oh, well, if we should take that name then. Yeah, well, at least they fell apart. Yeah, that just you feels can't like use it while they're there. Moves, if you're a breakdancing crew, you can't just fucking claim somebody else's name just because they fell apart. Sure you can. I guess so. When just, you're fucking, you just, you when just you're, changed my mind. What, what's the what's the other gang? You, I'm sure I mean, disagree. The Wild Bunch is they're no longer. You right. know what I mean? Fuck them. Right. They're not in history. You're right. still talking about Butch Cassidy and Sundance. And Brad I also waved, he waved I, his hand in a Jedi motion, Dave, yeah, when he, he said did. that. He just so you exactly. know. Yeah, you can. You changed my mind. <laughs> it could have also just been, you know, well, they ain't whooping our ass. We're the wild bunch now. Yeah. They don't like it. They can fucking come up and get some of our, like, what are you going to do about yeah. it? You know? I'd go around taking other people's names. I'm Butch Cassidy, bitch. <laughs> well, no, I'm Butch Cassidy. Let's go outside of, and handle this like men. It's almost what happened with half the fucking people in this group. So yeah, um, and then and then when I you know when I win when I become victorious, I'm Butch Cassidy. Right, I'm the one true Butch Cassidy. Yep. So I so I I was gonna say let's go over Butch Cassidy. There's more on Butch Cassidy than on anybody else. Then we can go into the Sundance Kid, and then we can sort of meet in the middle where they get into the Wild Bunch, which is where a bunch of other crazy shit starts to happen. So hmm. Butch Cassidy um, is not named Butch Cassidy. Apparently, nobody in this tale is actually named what they're named. Like that's one of the things I learned doing. I showed you who he was, so you saw. What's that? Brent, Brent's not listening to you. Dude. I am listening. I was just showing you. I was showing you so you knew. I know who it is. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, he's Are fat, sure? blind, and fucking Handsome retarded. Handsome as fuck, bro. We're just looking at pictures hey, of Artie Brent's jacking off to Artie J. Allen. <laughs> he's he's uh, got his Facebook up. He's like showing me pictures. And I'm like, what are you doing? I was making sure you haven't confused for anyone. That's all. You get so a you, couple drinks in you and you're gay as shit. I'm, hey, man. I'm not finished. Leave me alone. <laughs> so Butch Cassidy. Thank you, Dave. Was born Robert Leroy Parker, which sounds like he was black. I hear Leroy. I hear Jenkins every time. Mm, Robert Leroy, Leroy Parker is definitely a black black. Jenkins. Yep. But he's he's not black. So he was born in April 13th, 1866 in Beaver, Utah. Oh, yeah. The oldest of 13 children. Yeah, man. It's fucking, God damn. They're using the Catholic birth control method back then. No, they were doing the LDS birth control method. Yeah, there was no birth control. Oh, it's Utah. That's right. Yeah, they were Mormons. Mm -hmm. They were doing it on purpose. His grandparents and parents were Mormons, and they moved from England to America in the 1850s because of Brigham Young's call for overseas members to come and help establish communities in Utah. And they they transformed a state. That's crazy. That's that's the reason. You know what I mean? That's why Utah is that way. Yep. I didn't didn't know there were mormons in england that's crazy yep so they but they called him here so his family were mormons and they came over um they got a now now there's mormon here just Mm. because of landmass really population mormon there's mormon here than there is in england you thought there used to be mormon in england but now there's mormon here it's just math it's just statistics is what i was getting Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Just a little numbers, little numbers joke there. <laughs> Dave, a little, little more than I broke bread. Um, <laughs> they bought property near Circleville, Utah. Um, they they raised cattle and um, they raised a, cattle. They that's raised fake, cattle. Oh. <laughs> raising cattle is a slow man's game. Yeah, that's a um, fucking fake name too, Circleville. So the youngest Parker. 
um, ends up leaving work to work at other ranches just to make money to help with the family's finance because apparently their ranch was bullshit and they had fucking 13 mouths to feed. Um, huh. Your cows are slow. But at age at age 13, when he was working at one of those ranches and this apparently and people say this speaks to his character because he did things like this more than one time. He um, he needed clothing. So when he got to the dry goods store, it was closed and he had to clearly ride into town, which probably took a fucking day. He let himself in, took the pants, wrote a note that said, I'll come back with payment and even said what his name was and then went back home to where he was working on this ranch yeah. and the store owner had him arrested. Um, and apparently, like, man, I said I'd pay you. Exactly. And the they claim that that was where he started to fall on the wrong side of the law. But yeah, because you're trying to do right. Like, he couldn't afford it, but he right. said he was going to pay him. I could have just fucking stolen it and left. Yeah, <laughs> you know? asshole. And he was, uh, the historians point to that moment as a moment where he suddenly lost respect for the law and realized that that he shouldn't have left the note and he should have just said, fuck it, I'm taking it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, he ends up uh, befriending a rancher named Mike Cassidy, which is where he ultimately gets his last name of Butch Cassidy, even though his first name isn't Butch. And even though Mike Cassidy, who isn't named Mike Cassidy, he's really J.T. McClammy. <laughs> Mike Cassidy is way better. <laughs> Have you guys had the McClammy? It only comes around once a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right after but the McRib. It it's fucking gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's right before well, it used the to be, Shamrock yeah. Shake the McClammy comes out. No, back in back in the day, it was it was it was Denny's, you know, back in the Cowboys days, and they had moons over McClammy. Gross. <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah, it's right by it's Denny's by the sea. Yeah, yeah. all the yeah. all the McDonald's locations by the beach have two for two McClammies. Yeah, by the beach. Yeah. So J T. McClammy, aka Mike Cassidy, um, takes the young Robert Parker under his wing and shows him how basically how to rustle cattle, how to steal them, how to sell them, um, and how to use a gun and how and, to ride a fucking horse. Really? Right, I mean, like ride, ride a horse, horse and shoot a gun at the same time. Right. So, and there's historical snag. Some people think that he wasn't, that he was only a couple years older and he wasn't like a father figure. And some people think he was much older and he was like a father figure. I don't think it really fucking matters. I think a lot of people have had friends who are two or three years older who showed them the ropes and a new thing. But, um, yeah, but this guy who went by the name Mike Cassidy um, instead of I can understand this one, like the, of all the name changes, when your last yeah. name is Mick Clammy, change it yeah. to Cassidy. That's just yeah. a good <laughs> for sure. Call. So for sure. So well, my grand my grandpa's name was George and his name was Butch. Like they called him Butch. Huh? Old men so. do that. Like Butch and Buzz are common old men like names. Right. Buzz for sucks, reason. though. Buzz, Buzz, does? Buzz is horrible. I don't know. Buzz Aldrin. Fuck. That's his real name, though. Right. Wow. No, that wasn't. His and that's name. a terrible name. <laughs> I don't know. I like Buzz. Well, apparently like, with Butch, if your name so was changes... Buzz McClanahan, like that sounds okay. So Buzz be it. Aldrin. So be it from this day forward. Buzz McClanahan Buzz Van Tassel. Uh huh. I get to keep so, the last name too. He changed. No, your his... name is Buzz McClanatassel. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. I don't like it. <laughs> take it away, man. Take it back. I don't like it. So he changed his name to Cassidy because McClammy changed his name to Cassidy, and apparently. Um, at one point he was a butcher and everyone started just calling him butcher and started calling him butch because he was a butcher and butcher he, liked, he liked the name butch Cassidy. 
Um, and then that was just the name he went by from that point on. He had a, re- he had a real lesbian haircut, too, though. That was the other part. That was really yeah. where it came from. He happened to be a Bush. butcher <laughs> with a lesbian Looked haircut. like a chick from Taft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from Taft. <laughs> he had a flat top before there was flat tops, man. Yeah. It was hard to do. He had to scissor it. And the story, his story is weird because it's like all throughout it, it's like, so this guy teaches him how to steal cattle and how to wrestle and how to, and how to fucking use a gun and ride a horse and do all this shit and become an outlaw. And then he immediately goes and becomes a butcher. And then he'll like go and fucking rob a bank and then he'll go and become a cattle rancher. And it's like, there's all these weird, like I committed that, like, it's not like he was just a criminal the whole time. He like go, he does a job and then goes back to having a regular job and then goes and does another robbery and go. And that's how all of them work. It's like, and all the neighbors say he's friendly. The amount of money that they get away with though. It's like, why did crazy? Yeah. Like with inflation, when you look at how much it is, it's like, why did, why did you go back to fucking like, you just went to Mexico and fucking retired. Tired, That's cowboy. Beers. Always a cowboy. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Help so, yeah, they said that he was super charming. Um, they believe historians believe, and he used to actually brag about the fact that he never used his gun to kill anyone. So, and trust me, the wild bunch killed a whole lot of motherfuckers, but he claims well, he, he never, never used his anyone. gun. He, he used never somebody used else's gun. gun. Yeah. Did he you pointed the upper the, half. The upper half of his face is 12 years old, though. He has like weird baby face on the top half. He does. It's, yeah. it's real weird. Um, but I don't know, like if you were look using modern day mafia Rico laws, then he's guilty of murder because if he ran the gang and he's yeah. sending the gang in to fucking murder people and rob fucking trains, he's guilty just as anybody else is. But anyway, he does his first bank robbery with uh, the two McCarty brothers and they robbed the San Miguel Valley Bank in uh, 1889 um, <laughs> in Tellerude. And they get twenty one thousand dollars, which was the equivalent of pretty much six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, Damn. fuck. For how many guys? Three. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a bunch of fucking money back that's then. That's a I bunch mean, of fucking money, dude. So two hundred, two hundred G's a piece. Yep. So he can takes we just that money. can we just rob like one bank like every year or two? You can get away with it. And I don't think you'd get that kind of a haul from a modern day bank robbery. Well, not necessarily a bank. Like there's there's halls of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. I know that's I know true. where we can go. I'm just saying. Well, let's, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Okay. This, All right. Um, he moves to Wyoming. That's when he gets his job in the butcher shop and takes on the name Butch Cassidy. Um, after he ends up buying a ranch in Wyoming, um, and apparently he was a shitty rancher. And a lot of people think that he only bought the ranch as a cover for all the fucking horse theft he was doing. It said it was across the state from that hideout, though, which wasn't very convincing. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was across the state from the place called the Hole in the Wall, which was a geological formation that was hard to get into or out of. And a lot of outlaw gangs, including his gang, would hide out there after they did a job. Um so I don't know. But yeah, it says they say that they don't think he was ever successful at ranching. And a lot of times it was either to just like launder the money he just stole from a train. And it's like, I'd make all my money with ranching. Or it was because I stole a bunch of cattle and, and horses. And now I'm just pushing them through my ranch to sell them, you know. Um, but uh, he got found this. He got found guilty of stealing a horse worth five dollars. And was sentenced to two years for it. Which is crazy because he just stole all that fucking money that was worth so much more yeah. than $5. Right. And then the fucking horse gets him. Yeah, he steals a horse, $5, what two years. And they tried to put him up for uh, also setting up protection rackets 
between his thugs and the ranchers in the area. So it's like he already knows bank robbers and outlaws and desperados. He's got a ranch and some historians think the whole thing was a put up that they set him up to steal this horse or that he didn't really steal the horse. They accused him of it. All the ranchers banded together to get him arrested because he was fucking forcing him to pay protection money from all these thugs. And they knew he was the guy that was behind it. So that's one theory of this horse robbery. But then a lot of other historians disagree with that because they say that all of his neighbors and fellow ranchers said that he was like the most likable guy that you ever met. So it probably happens a lot, though. There's probably like some fucking bank robber guy that's just like dad and you have no fucking clue. Oh, yeah. Dude's Stereo driving a killer. fucking station yeah. wagon minivan yeah. Yeah. and yeah. he's fucking just robbing banks. I wonder how often bank robberies happen now. Not you see much. it in movies, but I feel like it doesn't Not happen much that much. Anymore. Yeah, like the last there time we heard a, about it was like fucking armored plate guys in L.A. and shit. No, last there time, was yeah, a while got, here in Bakersfield. There, there's a lot of a robberies. while back though. There's a lot yeah, but they were getting robberies. killed. They were getting and they still up. do. Like it still happens, yeah. and they still get killed, and it's like a thing. Like people from L.A. think that Bakersfield is an easy mark, so they come down here and rob a bank, and then they all get fucking gunned down by BPD <laughs> because they'll kill a motherfucker in a minute so um, i googled it and it's like bank robbery two hours ago i was yeah, like what no, the fuck no there's <laughs> bank robberies in kern county all the fucking time yeah but some of them are like go in there and, and rob somebody at an atm too you know yeah I mean? that would count or ju- you know you just go up to your teller and fucking slip him a note i have a gun give me your money strong arm robbery yeah because even my brother he when he he used to work at bank of america they had to regularly go through bank robbery training and like when he worked there, like two or three uh, Bank of America branches um, in Bakersfield were robbed. It was just yeah. none of them were yeah. ever his, you know. So I think it happens a lot more than you think. It's just you don't get away with much. Like the only way you're going to get a big haul is if you're like some hardcore fucking like movie style bank robbery where you drill holes in the vault and get in at night and fucking steal everything. But if you're well, just banks doing a heist, you're going to get out yeah. with $20,000. I mean, Says how much money is in the drawers? You know? in, in 2017, 4,000 banks were robbed and burglarized in the United States. Well, I know like my wife works at a bank or a credit union. Right. And uh, they have like an ATM. Like it's like a like a fucking satellite ATM, like mm-hmm. at this place, and somebody hooked a fucking truck up to yeah. it and fucking just that happened pulled a bunch in town. A bunch of dudes yeah. chainsawed yeah. fucking ATMs out of the wall yeah. and fucking truck. So them that off. would be considered a fucking a bank, bank robbery because yeah. you're robbing the right. bank. You know, so it's inflating right. that four thousand. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, but actually armed, like go in there like a movie robbery. Fucking who knows? Tell me this. Like, don't you think about it though? I have to say, I thought about it like a lot. When you walk in the bank, you think about it. Like you see the cameras, you watch enough movies that you look around, you're like, oh, wow, could you get away with robbing the fucking bank? You see the fucking teller lady and the manager go walking into some you'd plexiglass have to bullshit up. thing where you'd the, have to like fake a heart attack where everybody runs over there and then fucking bag them or something. You know, I think that's a movie, right? Isn't that the Bill Murray clown one? Doesn't that happen? Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Point Break. No, point, I almost watched Point Break a couple days ago, actually. It's on Hulu right now. Which one did I just watch? They did like a, oh, man, they were wearing those creepy masks. And oh, The like, Heist. Is it The Heist? It's all in Spanish and dubbed? No. Oh, that one's fucking great if you haven't watched that. Heist is really good. No, it's like they're, it's with Bruce Willis. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah, yeah, the he's heist like a, is good. Like I, I think it's on Netflix. That's a really Bruce good Willis show. is like a bank head of a bank or something like that, and then there's like oh, some military that's right. weird, that's right. like yeah. weird shit going on. Yeah, I don't know. 
You guys so, want to hear a, a weird fucking show real quick? I know you got to talk to you, but Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective mm-hmm. Agency. That's a fucking weird ass show. It's the guy from uh, Guardian. Uh, Dirk no. Diggler's Holistic. <laughs> yes, Dirk Diggler. No, Dirk, Dirk Diggler's Gently's Holistic, Holistic Detective Agency. Holistic? It's, yeah. It's fucking weird. It's Elijah Wood, and it is one of the weirdest fucking shows I've ever watched. Hmm. Based on it's a the, series of books from the guy that did. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. It, it's um, fucking weird. He did so, a bunch of Doctor Who's too, apparently. Yeah. So watch it. It's weird. No. Okay. That's very impressive. I like it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You wow. said it, but I'm not going to do wow. it. Just, yeah. Nice interruption, Brent. Thanks. All right. I'll so I'll be good. Um, he gets arrested for stealing the horse, and apparently his sentence is supposed to start the next day, and he's in jail. And he's like, well, it doesn't start till the next day. Like, I'll come back tomorrow. Like, you know, and the, they took him at his word and let him go. And he. All right. But you seem like a nice enough guy. Yeah, I can't believe they let him stay. go. That sounds like some bullshit story. Why would back. they let him go? I know he did come back, allegedly. Brent, he wh- came back. But why would they let him go? Because he came back. Because <laughs> you have technically they wouldn't have any legal right to hold him, I believe. Yeah. His sentence starts the, the next tr- day. The trial has happened. The sentence hasn't started yet. Come back tomorrow. Like, I don't think they're worried about rights. There's fucking. It dirt, was a five dollar horse. Dirt streets, Dave. Dirt. Where's he gonna go? I think it's, it's $5 just, horse. I, again. I think it's because everything says he's so fucking charismatic. Yeah, like he was like a charismatic dude. I think he was just like, where am I fucking going, dude? Like, just let me go. I want to have a drink, you know, and I'll come yeah. back in the morning, and you can fucking, you know, and and he did it, and there, and plus he like owned a ranch. It's like, I'm not fucking everything up. Like, just let me go. I'll come back tomorrow when the sentence. You know, I got to go get my affairs in order. I think yeah. I told that story, but my, uh, my stepdad was actually in People Magazine. And when he was in People Magazine, he was actually in jail. And People Magazine called for the interview. And they fucking, because he was so, well, fucking, he was like the, on good behavior, the orderly. He like washed the fucking cops' cars and shit. Like, he was like the buddy of all the fucking cops there. They took him home. They drove him home in a fucking car. Dropped him off an hour before the limo from People Magazine came to pick him up. And he fucking changed out of his fucking jail gear into, like, Wranglers and the fucking Ralph Lauren polo shirt and cowboy boots and hat and shit. Got in a limo. Went and did a People Magazine interview and photo shoot. They dropped him back off at the house. And after the limo left, a fucking sheriff car came and got him and took him back to jail. That's a true story. Why, why was he in jail and why was he doing it? I'm more intrigued why he's in People's Magazine. We should have him on the podcast for an episode. It's a fucking crazy story. So he got arrested and extradited to the state of Nevada for poaching the like world's record, record-holding record elk without a tag and mm. for cr- dragging it across state lines or something crazy. There was all, oh, That's a federal crime. Yeah, there's a bunch of other involvement of other people that possibly mm. were involved, but he fucking took one for the team and didn't rat on anyone, so he went to fucking jail. And he was like serving out the last part of his sentence because they let him come back to, to Bakersfield. And so I think he was just at like Laredo or something at the time. And so he was in People Magazine because he had won Inventor of the Year oh, for, the, for, the cowboy for, the, hat? for the Cowboy Hat, for the Western Hard Hat. Mm. And so they fucking uh, wanted to interview him for People Magazine. So they came and got him and fucking the jail took him home. They let him pick him up and change and everything. And mm. nobody knew any different until right now. I ruined it, man. Right now you ruined yeah. it. Yeah. America. So that's Butch's background. Um, Sundance is named Harry Alonzo Longabaugh. Oh, God. He was born in Pennsylvania. Um, He he didn't never kill anyone. Harry Alonzo. Harry Alonzo Baklava. Baklava. Yes. Um, (laughs) He was uh, supposedly all of the members of the Wild Bunch said that he was the fastest gun in the Wild Bunch. 
Oh man. So he was the, he was definitely the fastest to, on the draw. Um, he was the, oh, he didn't shoot children. anybody. He didn't shoot anybody. His gun did. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at age 15, he went out West with his cousin, George. Um, he stole a horse gun and saddle from a ranch in Sundance, Wyoming. And he was arrested and spent 18 months in jail. Does the horse come with a saddle, man? You got to itemize shit? Yeah. I feel like the saddle was on that horse. Yep. So, but that was when he became the Sundance kid. He was only 15. He did his crime in Sundance and he was just known as a Sundance kid from, from that day forward. Um, He spent, uh, he was supposed to do two years in jail and he ended up getting out early. I'm not sure why. Um, he tried to become a cowboy and just work on ranches. He worked at the Bar U Ranch in Alberta, Canada, which was one of the largest ranches in in North America at the time. Um, but by the 1890s, he found himself on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. Um, and he got uh, the authorities uh, looked at him for a train robbery in 1892. And then uh, five years later, he pulled a bank heist with a group. Uh, so he did that train robbery, did some more jail time. And then that was when he met up with the Wild Bunch. There's not nearly uh, as much on Sundance as there is on on Butch Cassidy. Well, he didn't really. He started his career just before he got with Butch. That whole kid Pretty thing. Why, there's so many Billy the Kid, Curry Kid, fucking Sundance. Well, they're young, fucking dude. young, He was just 15. Young, yeah. They're young. You know what I mean? It's like, get over here, kid. The Sundance kid, he's 15. Sundance kid. Yeah. You think they're like, hey, Sundance, get over here. Like, that's how they talk to him? Like, hey, Probably. Butch, hey, Sundance, yeah. hey, Curry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he went out, and they were like, what's your name? And he's like, I'm the Sundance kid. <laughs> I don't think it happened like that. Yeah. They, they come up with their own names. Nobody it's a fucking great name. That's a good name. Yeah. So, but the Wild Bunch has fucking great names. So the Wild Bunch forms, and it's a bunch of people who knew each other from different heists and different crimes, and they all bring the people that they trust together with other people they trust. And the Wild Bunch, the main group of the Wild Bunch was Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid, William Ellsworth Lay, who went by LZ Lay. They all sound uh, like LZ drinks Lay? you could order at the bar. Yeah. It's just, is it masculine or feminine? Can I get an LZ ben, Lay? Yeah, let me get a Sundance Kid. Ben Kilpatrick, who went as the tall Texan. Yeah, see? Uh, let me get yep. a tall Texan and a Sundance Kid. Harvey Logan, who was Kid Curry. That's a spicy dish at an Indian restaurant. Um, <laughs> there was News Carver, who got his name because he was obsessed with reading about all their heists in the newspaper. So he would always get back to town. The first thing he did was buy a newspaper so he could read what, like all the pulp books that were coming out about the wild bunch. Like he wanted to read all of them. That was like, I get, can't pick your nickname. Yeah. So news Carver, uh, Carver, uh, deaf Charlie Hanks. He couldn't hear shit. Flat nose Curry. Who's different <laughs> from kid Curry. What and a then, dumb name. It's like, you got flat nose. That's all. That's that's your notoriety. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, he took on really the last flat. name Curry, and then they called him old flat nose. It must and have been it, really what? flat, though, like to, to be notable like that. Yeah, you would think so. Unless the other Curry had like a specifically non-flat nose. But he already well, got the kid you know, Curry. They want to call him up. pointy nose Curry, but we don't want to fuck with his nose. So we'll just call the other one flat nose Curry. And every time we say that, we're fucking him over. You know. Yeah, I've said before we had we had two Cody's growing up. One was fat Cody, and the other one was redheaded Cody. You See, know. yeah. See, <laughs> but the bigger diss would be like if they if they called him skinny like skinny Cody. Yeah, 
implying the other one's fat, but you don't yeah, call yeah. that one fat Cody. Like that's, you know. I don't know. Yeah, no. It's more like fat nose curry. This fucking guy has got just a big ass it's nose. Just, it's down like a slope. It's down, down a little down. bit. There's a picture. It is kind of odd. He looks like a thingamajig. And then there was a guy named Bob Meeks who never went with a nickname. And then there was a, an actual woman named Laura Bullion who never went with a nickname. Well, and Bob even, went by Bobbert. I mean, maybe that's yeah. given. Even though everyone assumes by looking back through history that Butch and Sundance were the ones who ran the Wild Bunch, most historians think that News Carver and Bob Meeks were the two that really ran the group. Came up. Who was there. the Who was the chick? What uh, was her name? Laura Bullion. Bullion, like a bullion cube. Yeah, yeah or like gold bullion. You get beef chicken or Laura. Yeah, Laura Bullion. <laughs> um. So. They, uh, Kid Curry was apparently the fucking hothead. He killed nine lawmen while with the gang, nine, nine lawmen and two civilians, um, while he was in the gang. So he was the one that everybody fucking worried about. Um, and he was kind of the one that brought the fucking, the wrath of, of hell down on him. I think, uh, Kid Curry's murders were the reason that the Pinkertons finally got involved. Um, and I wonder what the dynamic is amongst like the gangs. Like when there's one dude like that, that's kind of fucking loose, too, loose cannon, you know, like, like, but is like, he like totally cool with everybody? Are they like, someone's got to do the killing. You know, we were all in a shootout and kid Curry was just the one that killed the four cops. Like we were all there shooting back, you know, and he's like, I, I'll kill uh, Laura, people. I'll never kill you. Laura, her occupation, a criminal prostitute, later householder and seamstress. Nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. When she got out of jail, she became a seamstress. You suck your cock or she fix your socks. La- <laughs> she was the last surviving member of the Wild Bunch. Cocks and socks. Yeah, cocks yeah. and socks. Yeah. Laura Bullion. Yeah. <laughs> so, household goods and household woods. Yeah. Yeah. On August 13th, 1896, the Wild Bunch completed their first raid, which was um, a bank in Idaho, and they stole $7,000. Um uh, Sundance joined shortly thereafter. Um, and then a couple of other girlfriends came in or out. They would, when they were at their hideouts, um, in hole in the wall, their lady friends were allowed to come through. And then once they got serious and it was like, okay, we're done spending money. We're done fucking around. Lady folk got to leave. We're going to plan our next heist. And unless you were in the gang, like Laura Bullion was, yeah. you know, they would take like little breaks and then the women would have to go. And then I think it's smart heist, having a prostitute with you. You know, the other right. problem is those like you, like a lot of times that's who they ended up with. That's where they find their wife is at a fucking whorehouse. And you yeah. know, like right. all your buddies banged her. Yeah. Like, that's, they right. didn't care. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm banging so, her now, man. That's all that matters. Yeah. They rob, um, the, a group of men carrying the payroll for a coal company um, for $7,000. They uh, ended up um, the photo. There's a famous photo of all of them together. That's called the Fort Worth five that they took in 1900. It was actually late in the career of the wild bunch, but they took the photo uh, because they wanted to be famous and they, they loved, you know, a lot of them loved the press they were getting because all those old West guys, like you started to make the newspapers, you started to have people write, you know, fiction about you and they were, you know, falling for it, especially uh, news Carver or whatever. Yeah. News Carver. Um, but then, then allegedly Butch Cassidy gave like back to the poor sometimes. So he had a little bit of Robin hood, Robin hood stuff going on. But yeah, yeah, the Pinkertons end up using it for their fucking wanted. (laughs) A real, a real good picture. Thanks. Thanks, We've got all of you in it. Yeah. 
That's crazy to think that Laura chick died in 1961. Yeah, dude. Yeah, somebody, like, so you had like just a imagine like famous... she was somebody's granny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a criminal and a prostitute yeah, in a cowboy I, time. I, I yeah. wouldn't even be surprised if one of our fucking listeners was like, "Yeah, that was my great grandma." Like right, that exactly. shit happens yeah, all the time. No, it's like you're that was just someone's grandma, and it's like, "What's your granny do? She's kind of cool. She's quirky. Oh, she's a seamstress." Yeah, <laughs> it's like you just she used to be a know. seamstress. Like, yeah. She used to run with fucking Butch and Sundance and fucking yeah. escape down to Bolivia. She, she used to be a seamstress, man. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, one of the a guy named Joe LaFors, who was one of the lawmen who was chasing him, um, uh, was the reason that they think that oh, they think Kid Curry and News Carver were the ones behind the gang because this guy was tracking the gang for quite a while and he only mentioned Butch Cassidy once and never mentions the Sundance kid, but constantly mentions Kid Curry and News Carver. So they think that those two were really the brains of the wild bunch um, more than, than anybody else. So I think, I guess Sundance was the quickest gun and Butch Cassidy was the face man. Um, but yeah, I tried. So th this, like their lives must have just been nuts. Like this was one excerpt from one of the articles that I read and I was just trying to get these pieces to come together and imagine if this was your life. So on June 2nd, 1899, um, the wild bunch robbed the union Pacific overland flyer passenger train. Um, and it led to a, a huge manhunt, a lot of newspaper coverage, et cetera. Um, bunch of famous lawmen who were well-known went after him. Nobody could find him. Kid Curry and George Curry had a shootout with lawmen following the train robbery, and they killed a sheriff. Tom Horn, a killer for hire employed by the Pinkerton Detective Agency, um, was told by an explosive expert named Bill Speck that the sheriff got killed. And then a Pinkerton detective named Charlie Seringo was assigned to capture the outlaws. He faked his identity and became friend with Elfie Langusky, who was using the last name Curry after becoming pregnant by Kid Curry's brother, Lonnie Logan, and Seringo intended to locate the gang through her. Some fucking Jerry Springer shit. What the fuck is going on? Like, I mean, they're just a quick summary of a month of their life is hired killer from the Pinkertons meets with explosive expert. They just killed a sheriff. They're on the lamb. He got girl pregnant. And they took on the name, Cur a third Curry. Like everyone's like, well, fuck it. Those two are cool. I'll act like Curry too. Like, it's just crazy. Like their lives were just insane of robbing trains and and doing all this shit and the pinkertons coming after them i'm trying to find it so some of their robberies one of their largest was a seventy thousand dollar haul from a train outside of new mexico um they did one for fifty five thousand. the the one for fifty five thousand, which is kind of an average haul for them was the equivalent of 1.4 million dollars that's why I was confused because I saw three hundred thousand, and then I saw the the fifty five thousand. I don't know if that together was equivalent to one point four million, but that's some shit. No one's getting away with one point four million today. But it was no. I different. think the three hundred thousand was the equivalent of three hundred thousand. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because their largest was a $70,000 haul, which would have been like two point something million dollars. So it's like the four or five or six because it was never all of them at one time based on who was currently ranching and who didn't make it back to plan the next heist or whatever. But it's like they were bringing in one to two million dollars per fucking train robbery. And they had the longest successful run of train robberies out of any gang in U.S. history. Like, how are you not just done if you have that much fucking money? Exactly, dude. What are they spinning it on? Fucking prostitutes and whiskey? Like, you know, like how expensive were the prostitutes? Like nothing, I bet. No, they weren't. They weren't. No, no. But it's like if five of you took down that score, you each have the, you know, you've each got a couple hundred thousand dollars. I don't think it was about the money. No, honestly. You know what I mean? I also think, though, even the uh, inflation where we're like, that was one point four million dollars. I feel like two hundred thousand dollars would still go further back then, too, though. On top of it, like cost of living was different on top of the fact of inflation, yeah. the representation, like $250,000 would probably last you a long, long fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Like the, even the equivalent of, you know what I I'm think, saying? Like I said, I don't think it was about the money. I think that they enjoyed robbing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the thrill. It's what they do. It's who they are, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and the money was just the, you know, that's just the, oh, you got money too. Cool. When, when are we going to do the next one? And they would, so they're... That's they're, the hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's the hobby. exactly. Because you've already got the money. You've all got yeah, all yeah. the money you need. You know, you, I mean, no, I, I think, and it's, again, like the, the leader of the gang who went by nickname News because he loved to read about himself and his own exploits. It's yeah, like, how big, just, how big can we make ourselves? How right, famous can yeah. we get? I'm sure, I'm sure, and I'm, again, I'm sure it was a whole mix you know, fucking Kid Curry might have just been wanting to fucking murder lawmen and, you yeah. know, somebody else just wanted to make more money and and whatever. But it's like, I can't imagine they were savvy financial planners. So here no. I found something. Uh, a fucking shit was cheap, man. A pound, a gallon of molasses would be 33 cents for a gallon of molasses. What uh, year was this? Uh, this is 1860. I have anything from 1860 to 1882. What year was this that they're this, running around? This was closer to 1900. So, the so 1882, 1882 um, a pound of roasted coffee was 29 cents for a pound yeah. of coffee. Okay. So, so that's a good relevant like thing because other stuff is like. Because now it's like 15 bucks. And a, yeah. Barrel yeah. Of but if you had $2 pork. million, you know, it'd be 15 bucks, you know. Right. Fucking nothing. But livestock, like uh, uh, to buy a bull, it was $90. Um else like a calf i don't know if a saddle for a horse uh it's still kind of pricey i guess i don't know how much a saddle is probably two grand now or something but a fine saddle for a horse would be two hundred dollars um yeah uh which is why they listed the gun the horse and the saddle separately in the sundance kids first robbery because that's a lot of work to make it more than the horse um like a single shot rifle was eight bucks um (laughs) a fancy seven shot repeating rifle would cost 50 bucks uh, so that's that's some examples of shit. I was trying to figure out like salaries possibly. Um, people would be making sixteen bucks a day as a carpenter. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It's not you know, or fucking you know, eight thousand bucks a day as a train robber. Yeah, fuck. No wonder you go back to it. You know what I mean? Bust your ass fucking working with cattle on a fucking farm all day long, 12 hours to go have some fucking biscuits at the end of the fucking night and be trashed. Yeah. No wonder you drank whiskey and fucking ended up robbing shit. So apparently they were really good at doing reconnaissance and getting information about what was going to be on the trains. They had some kind of a connection 
um, with different railroads because you're not just going to rob any train because there's nothing on it. So they had to have an inside guy who would say like, hey, you know, we're moving all the money for, you know, the construction of this wing of the railroad on this train on this day. And it's like, oh, that's the one we're going to hit. That's going to have fifty five thousand dollars in it, you know, but they would make their plan. They would do reconnaissance of all of the area, figure out the best spot to to pull it. Where can no one else come find us? Where can we stop the train the best? Because that's got to be a fucking sketchy thing, too, to stop a train. Yeah, they said they would just like wave a lantern. And basically it was like they wouldn't they would suspect it. But it's like the tracks washed out or there's trouble up ahead. Like it wouldn't be unheard of for someone to stop the train like that. But the revolution came with them packing supplies on their getaway route of having fresh horses and having supplies packed on their getaway that no one else thought of that. Uh, For the record, on the live feed, Patty just said a good saddle cost eight thousand dollars. I was going to say, I saw him him anywhere from two to thirty. Thirty thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. That's some some custom made. She got bedazzled. Yeah. Oh, she got bedazzled. Yeah. Signed by Michael Jackson. Some some Butch Cassidy. Yeah. Butch Cassidy's customs. That's the one he know. stole, the original. Yeah. Crazy. So eight, um, eight G's. At some point after enough uh lawmen were killed, uh the Union Pacific it was tired of getting robbed. And they finally and they realized the law enforcement it can't stop them. No one's stopping them. Because back in the day, it's like, well, you just went from fucking New Mexico to Utah, and now the sheriff has to stop. Like your jurisdiction is that town. You know, the marsh there's not very many federal marshals, so it's like it's hard. That's why the again, we did our whole episode on the Pinkertons, but one of the reasons they were so popular, especially in defending train routes, is because they didn't like they didn't have any and have jurisdiction and have jurisdiction. You know, I mean, they were a detective yeah. agency and killers. Um, yeah. So they end up hunting them down. Um, and once the Pinkertons come after them, they're the game changes. They're like, fuck, we got to change up what we're doing because the Pinkertons are coming. And um, they ended up selling all of their property and cattle in America and they ended up pushing into South America. And again, this is where the historical record really kind of falls apart. They're not sure who went down there together, um, who went first, who went second, et cetera. The one thing that is known is at this point, the reason that they say that it's a Butch and Sundance story is because Butch and Sundance and Sundance's um, girlfriend who's uh at a place who was a former prostitute who was now, I think they ended up getting married. But um, the reason that it was Butch and Sundance heading down South is because they were the only two left. Everyone else had either been killed or arrested um, in the wild bunch. So how fucking think of like driving to fucking where they're at, like let alone on a fucking horse. Yeah. And then they split up and he does a fucking robbery in like Montana or some shit and then meets back up. How long does that take? Right. I mean, he's probably jumping on trains and shit, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still weeks at least. Oh, Damn. for sure. For sure. And I'm sure they planned it out. It was probably like, Hey, you know, I talked to fucking stinky Jorge. And he said, there's a great place down in Bolivia where you can fucking buy this ranch and blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure they had a place picked out where we will all meet back up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, but yeah, so the, but there's bounties that are out there at one point, the Pinkertons even offered Sundance, um, a huge reward to, to turn over the wild bunch to him. And he told them to fuck themselves and didn't do it. Um, 
But so in early 1901, Sundance and Etta Place went to Argentina. And this is the one where they don't know if Cassidy was with them at the time or if he did a train robbery in Montana and then met them later. Um, What's they up with Argentina, like bad guys run there. It's just Nazis and cowboys. Yeah, I guess like, so. and they might have, and they would have possibly crossed paths at some point in time because those were not the only people that fled to Argentina. There were other like outlaws, yeah, um, yeah. unrelated to their gang that were there. <laughs> you know, and these guys live. Some of them lived well into, like Brad said, into the '60s possibly. And so in the fort, you know, 1942, like that shit's all happening. Fucking Hitler's hanging out with. Oh yeah, they were fucking cowboys and Nazis were totally hanging out together in Argentina. Which is crazy to think about that. The that only should thing be a fucking the movie. Only cowboy and Nazis is Argentina must have been the first nation in once you're heading south. It must have been the first nation that wouldn't extradite criminals back to America. Right. That's got to be the reason they were all stopping in Argentina. Or, you know, they just came from the Wild West to Argentina, which is probably even more fucking wild. You know what I mean? It's like fucking no man's land, I bet, compared to fucking at least like there were fucking towns and, you know, civilized, it's like civilized fucking banks and systems and shit where Argentina might have just been like. It was probably about the same. You think so? Yeah. You think it's like farmland and fucking just spotty? Yeah, because they bought farmland and started open. They opened up a ranch down there, et cetera. I think the I think at this point, I think it, it was probably all just about the same small towns, you know, a couple of railroads, fucking banditos and desperados. I think the main thing that changed in America was the big push with the railroad. I think once the railroad hit, it totally modernized the, the West and right. did things that you couldn't have done down in Argentina necessarily. Um, but so by 1904, the, so they, they go down there in 1901 and so they have like a good three year run where they're running a ranch, Bush and Sundance and, um, his girlfriend. And in 1904, the Pinkertons find out their location. And, um, at this point, Butch and Sundance sell their livestock and just bail on the property. And they head down to work in the Concordia tin mines in Bolivia. And it's like, why do you have to work anywhere? Yeah. Where's what all did that you do money? with your fucking money? Yeah. That's a mystery. I wonder. Well, ah, that, they did bury some. There was supposed to be like a butch. Oh, the treasure. Yeah, treasure. There's a treasure. Yeah. 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 So at this point they were still carrying out heists in South America um and yeah, Argentina but, looks amazing actually like I yeah, looked up 1880 yeah. Argentina it looks fucking awesome yeah. no one's sure what heist they did or didn't do because they were Butch and Sundance were so famous that other people who were doing heists would like pull would like rob people and say and we're Butch and Sundance and then leave because then no one was after them there were more people just after Butch and Sundance um but so no one's sure which of these crimes were theirs and which weren't, but um, they end up down there and the supposed death, the main story that history went with for a long time was that they kept robbing trains and banks in South America. And that on November 4th of 1908 in the town of Tupiza in Southern Bolivia, um, they robbed a payroll that was being transported to a mine and that three days later, they arrived in San Vicente, Bolivia. The villagers figured out who they were. And then Bolivian soldiers were called in and they had a massive shootout. And during the shootout, they gunned down um, Butch and Sundance. Or one of the stories is that they, one of them, either Butch or Sundance killed the other one and then killed themselves. 
because apparently there was some basic ass forensic evidence that one of them might have shot the other one and then shot himself. And they think maybe it was so they didn't get captured or maybe that's all bullshit and it didn't fucking happen in the first place. And they lived on. Yeah. That's, I think where they fucked up was they stole the money going to payroll. Like they were always good about yeah, yeah. differentiating between the people yeah. and the banks yeah. and they needed the money going to the bank, not going to the fucking people. And the For people sure. were like, fuck that. That yeah. was my fucking paycheck. Yeah. I've been working a 10 mine all fucking yeah, week. Yeah. Fuck with somebody's money. Yeah, yeah. Take my money. Yeah. I'm mean, going to find your ass. Yep. This is, that's how, you know, this event is the culmination of the Butch and Sundance movie. Um, but, uh, the so they but they're a ton uh, historians differ they say that um cassidy uh might have faked his death and returned to the united states under the name william t phillips um and that this person named phillips lived until uh, 1937 he died of cancer in 1937 as a machinist um and it's funny because what if that's inaccurate <laughs> it's just like some guy's like what like right. no I'm right. a machinist. I wasn't Butch Cassidy. Yeah, I was not Butch Cassidy. This fucking yeah. rumor. Like, how did this happen? Um, and then there's a another rumor that Sundance went back to the United States under a new name, William Long, and he became a rancher in Utah, and that he married um, a widow with six children and lived until 1936. Um, she was blown out. Again, they don't know if if any of that is she true. She had C-sections. <laughs> no. Yeah. You would die. You can't have six C sections in the sure fucking no nah, in the Wild no, West. No, no. Sorry, Brad, or sorry, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, We're no, just having was... a, a debate about C sections in the Wild West. <laughs> I was you know, just a little side. Continue. Just a little... <laughs> yeah. So at a place, um, the prostitute who dated Sundance disappeared. Her last sighting was in San Francisco in 1909, and they think that she became a brothel and hotel owner named Eunice Gray in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, the only other person that they know about was Elsie Lay, who was released from prison in 1906, um, and went to California where he became a respected businessman and died in 1934. And I might be getting the wrong person here. I think Elsie Lay was, um, sentenced to life in prison, but broke up a prison riot. So they let him out. They were like, thanks for that. You, you can go now. Um, and I think that was him, uh, his release in 1906. Um, but they do know for sure he became a respected businessman and he lived in California until 1934. But yeah, then there's tons of question about hidden treasure. Um, there's people who think that Cassidy uh, buried a bunch of gold in Wyoming and uh, all these different people have looked for Cassidy's treasure and no one, either no one has ever come up with it or someone did find it and said, Nope, didn't find it. I'm yeah. sure there's fucking gold buried all over out there from all those motherfuckers. Fuck. Yeah. Cause they claim that they claim that he, he buried it in a strong box under a tree and that he hung three horseshoes on the tree so that he could remember it, but that there was a massive forest fire. So all the trees burned down and that he couldn't refine the the made like a fake grave you see horse horseshoes on a tree like dudes like i'm digging make right. a grave they're like i'm not gonna dig that up that's a grave that's fucked up put a little right. cross stack of rocks yeah. stack of rocks won't burn down that's a lot of work for someone to move it it's fucking up man you know what we need goldar we need a fucking radar for gold man which fucking fly over and find all the cowboy treasure <laughs> goldar goldar <laughs> my name is goldar i am goldar <laughs> exactly so that's butch and sundance um 
it was a lot less butch and Sundancey than I thought it was going to be, and it was much more. Which and I, I'm surprised. Kind of like, kind of like um, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. It was Bonnie and Clyde, and they had a gang, right? And nobody ever fucking says that, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, because really the story is about the Wild Bunch, like they were and and Butch and Sund. I think the reason that Butch and Sundance made a they made the movie out of them, but b they were the two who were on the run the longest. So if the news media was after him and if if uh, Hearst was publishing stories about him to sensationalize and sell newspapers, these two made it. They didn't get killed or get arrested and they went down Mexico way so we can keep writing pulp novels about him and keep saying that yeah. this bank robbery and that train robbery was Butch and Sundance. So I think they got linked together because of their escape down south. Because, I mean, really, they were together for three or four years down there before – they either got killed in Bolivia or both snuck back into the States under different names, which could not have been yeah. very fucking difficult to do. No. Um, but, but yeah. yeah, I just, I just wonder what the fuck happened to the money, you know? Yeah. There's yeah, probably that, a bunch of treasure out there. there People is. find that shit yeah. all the time. I was talking to fucking Thomas from robots for podcast. And he said like, literally he drives past like castles on the way to fucking work. Right. Like it's like, there's crazy shit over there. Like there were fucking soldiers and treasures and fucking knights and all kinds of shit. You know, it's, it's UK, it's England, right. like all kinds of crazy shit has happened. And that literally on a fucking road that he drives to work, he said that someone found like a millions of dollars worth of fucking treasure just off the road. It was like, just yeah. right there. Like some yeah, fucking metal detector. Looked. Guy was like, yeah. dee, 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 dee. And he's like, what's that? Oh, don't worry, it's just a fucking like. Yeah, it's because you can't scan everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, like you'd have to walk. If you had Goldar, you could. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Goldar, and then soon to come, Goldar 2.0. It's even better than before. <laughs> Penetrates two times deep. Yes, I saw a fucking thing on Discovery Channel like years back, and there was a guy who was a treasure hunter. And he's in England and his specific thing is he looked for um, he looked for treasure from when the Romans occupied like Britannia, you know, way the fuck back because their shit is worth so much money. And he was like literally wasn't even on the job and was like driving down the freeway and he saw some stone in a farm and he was like, that's not just a fucking stone. That's a Roman such and such marker or fucking whatever. And he just like pulled off, went up to the farmhouse, talked to the farm owner. And he was like, hey, man, I just saw this stone on your property. There might be some Roman artifacts on your on your property. Like, do you mind if I look for it? And the old man was like, if you don't disturb my cattle and you agree right now that we split whatever you find 50 50, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do on my land. Smart man. And Smart man. the guy was like, all right. And they shook on it. And uh, he went out and started digging and he found the largest ever trove of fucking Roman treasure that was <laughs> ever discovered, like worth like tens of millions of dollars. That's wow. crazy. Because he just recognized this rock driving down the fucking road. And then this they kept interviewing this farmer who was just so didn't give half a fuck. Like you like, can disturb you can disturb the <laughs> shit out of my don't disturb my cattle. But even with the even with the money, like even like uncovering just artifact, just fucking ancient swords that are worth millions and all this fucking shit. And the farmer was just like this Welsh farmer who didn't give a fuck about any of it. It was yeah. just like it was crazy. Just give me the money, bitch. Yeah. So I'm imagining um, in England and in Europe that shit's way more dense, but in mm -hmm. America there's got to be some places where the old West is just full of fucking, you know, 
wonder if they're looking for like if they're constantly on the lookout for good teeth for those people. Maybe. I saw weird like North America. You just don't find things from antiquity like you do everywhere else in the fucking world. It's like because, were we under the ocean at some point no, during it's that because, time? Well, like, it's because there's there wasn't anything here. You know what I mean? Like, like in England, re- they had society for so long. You know what I mean? And it wasn't developed here. It was late. So there wasn't really anything crazy. But right. I guess in Mexico and stuff, you know, there's they're finding stuff. Yeah, but, South America, you know, there's all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. But but as far as like the United States area, there's, you know. It, Dave, it's you, have to, you have to Google Goldar when we're done here. Oh, yeah. That fucking thing is Goldar. so. There is a character called Goldar. And it's like, it looks like he would battle Mumra. He's pretty, he's pretty gangster. It's like a fucking sphinx uh, like or like a pharaoh mixed with a fucking <laughs> werewolf or something fucking weird is a feral werewolf yeah feral werewolf all right is that a it feral Uncle wolf. dave oh he's a power rangers guy is uh-huh. that what it is uh-huh. dave knew right away yeah pretty gangster though he's awesome Yoda, 2.2 <laughs> no, that's right. i want to see a fucking series about the wild bunch because they sound like a fucking ridiculous i mean it's like the fucking avengers you want to see a series? I want to see a cereal. The Wild Bunches of Oats. I want that. That'd be delicious. Terrible. More horseshoes. Does that have almonds? No. Don't fuck with my dream right away. I'm sending you fucking honey bunches of oats with almonds. Social box. media winner. Uh, Matthew Soloman or Solomon, I guess. S-O-L-O-M-A-N. Solo um, man. Solo man. I like that way better. Mm, yeah. Solo man and Goldar. Battle of the century. Solo man and Goldar. My voice dropped in the Goldar Solo Man voice. There's I two like, different characters there. One thing I do when I take role uh, mm-hmm. back pre-COVID when you had students and role, um, like anybody whose last name was something men, like mm-hmm. I would pronounce it like that. It wasn't Solomon. It was Solo Man. <laughs> Just to like, fuck with them. Yeah. And uh, Terry Green Man. <laughs> like you just it just disturbs Green man. everyone yeah. in very yeah. minor ways. Um, just yeah. life pro tip: Herman, Herman Williamson, yeah, Herman <laughs> Williamson, Herman Williamson. Yeah. Oh no, Herman! All right, so Matthew Solomon is going to get a T-shirt uh, for actually posting on Facebook. Thank you for doing that. Social media uh, sharing is huge because the algorithm is against us. They blocked so much fucking shit. You know, they blocked our episode 68 um, cannabis episode a couple days ago Probably. from five years ago. They sent a message and said that that cannabis episode was blocked because it encouraged the purchase or use of drugs. I was like, it's not Did encouraging it. the purchase or use of drugs. I, uh, I appealed it. Um, I haven't heard anything back, but I'm gonna fight it just to fuck with them. They didn't give me any like response. A lot of times you can appeal it and say, no, it's this. I'd be like, this is a podcast. It was an educational podcast about yeah. about cannabis has nothing to do with sales or use of it but i didn't have an opportunity it was just like you disagree with this yes right. and it's like right. we'll let you know our decision oh we did nothing oh, and right. yeah it's yeah. still it's yeah. still pulled fuck off so it's much shit fucking... though like uh in the fucking group we get like these notifications that when you're an admin you get like fucking warning in the group anytime anyone says certain keywords but facebook uh like fucking flagged a bunch of shit that i, was I like, told you i called i said i just said bitch it was like someone and i got said, kicked it, i got kicked off guess like what they the, kicked the, me this off one Facebook. got blocked i don't know who all did it and you'll know who you are it was <laughs> you're a monster or something like oh you're, like you're a monster like they were joking like i saw yeah. the context of it and they blocked like two different people for saying something similar yeah. to you're a monster or what a beast Check. or some bullshit like that i think i got you beat i was i was doing reading something 
and someone made some comment about a conspiracy theorist or a conspiracy theory. And I replied to that person and I replied, it figures you would say that because you're a lizard person. And you had trouble? Yeah, fucking came up. This is offensive speech. You can't use that. Do you agree or disagree with this decision? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Zuckerberg is a lizard person. Yeah. Like I hit too close to home. I guess that person is a lizard person and Zuckerberg (sighs) knows him. That lizard yeah. person identifies as they or them. Yeah. Them lizards. <laughs> yeah. They lizards. Them, them lizards. lizards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking crazy. Like I posted that our website was down and I said they tried to Alex Jones us. And I was like, oh, I can't. I bet I can't fucking say it. They'll pull I it. Say so it. I put yeah. they tried to Malix Majones us or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> All one word. Yeah. And, I, and then I referenced like below, like if you see what's going on up there, you'll know they would have fucking tried to get us here too. And so some people got it. <laughs> some people were like Malik's my Jones. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Yep. Kind of yeah. talking. And then now you can't send uh like someone want to know what the podcast was, or I tried to tell someone what Podbelly was because they had a question about podcasts. If they're in a European country outside the United States, you can't send a web link. <laughs> yeah, you can't send uh, a the fucking control web link. is happening, oh, dude, people. Is, I told man. you it's been two years since I've been saying two years you have been saying and it's it. fucking happening. Yeah, you can't send a web link. And I was like, it's just a fucking podcast. Like, why can't I send that? And it just says like certain rules and there's a warning at the top of the yep. thing. Um, and I guess the house just passed the thing that they won't use gender speech in the house now. And so someone was like, you can't use mother or father because those are gender terms. Oh my like you can't God. say mother or father of. And so our sheriff Youngblood commented on the thing for the house and it said, just to be clear, does that include motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's pretty awesome. Our fucking sheriff. Yeah, our sheriff is kind of fucking awesome. So anyways, um, that's that. Thank you for social media share, uh, Matthew Solo Man. Um, we are a part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, go to Podbelly dot com and check out cool podcasts like paranormal punchers hillbilly horror stories um if you're into different genres of podcasts there's a bunch of different cool ones over there there's also a directory if you have a podcast um that's one more place to get found so you can go add your podcast to that directory um thank you to el yucateco hot sauce that is our primary sponsor uh they keep the lights on with the el yucateco they send that out to us and uh, we have spread the gospel through the years. And I think that we're effective and uh, you guys have found it because of us. It's crazy to see the amount of posts that you guys put out there with hot sauce, just on your own, yeah. even like not even trying, like that's not a contest. You know what I mean? Just to see people like, Hey, it's fucking Saturday and I'm having my fucking techo and whatever. Yep. Like it's Barbecue super cool and to see techo, that. Yeah. Cause not that we brainwashed you. It's that we introduced you to a fucking legitimate product mm-hmm. that we're actually passionate mm-hmm. about because it's a fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, but go check it out if we've been and the, and the people behind it are super cool you absolutely know I mean? like crazy that's, cool that's, company yeah. um, everyone over there is amazing and they've been so good to us for all these years and so uh, further continue supporting us continue supporting them um, if you're out there and we've been fucking preaching this shit at you for like fucking hundreds of episodes and you haven't tried it yet it's fucking like two dollars just go get a bottle I don't care if you're a hot sauce person or not if you don't yeah. like it give it to your fucking husband or sister or your cousin or your nephew someone will want it it's, it's two dollars um, if you see it in the wild take a picture um, tag them tag us um once again uh if you're going over on social media don't just fucking spam them with sofa king podcast make a genuine comment uh about how you like the product um or that, that hey sofa king podcast introduced me to elucateco to, oh, changed my life whatever it's going to be green's your favorite black's your favorite once you go black you never go back you can be funny and silly but just don't spam them with hashtag sofa king constantly because yeah they're it, an actual business yeah it ends up with like a hundred things yeah. on their thing and it makes their instagram look spammy and fake so um we're, we're, we're too good man we did too good so you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. fake it a little bit and put it's not even faking it but be a little more genuine 
Don't be lazy. Hit like when you see the post. Uh, but thank you for your support on that. And also check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com. Um, if you need stickers or printed goods, uh, you can save some money getting it there by using code Sophie King Podcast. Um, that's where our stickers come from. And they're like invincible stickers that we said in the past. Like they last through the fucking Bakersfield sun for like four yeah, years. That's when the test. other stickers on my car have turned black that's the test. and fallen off and peeled yeah. and shit, those Print Dirt Cheap stickers, they're like screen printed fucking crazy vinyl. Like yeah. they, it's crazy. Like they last. And so the... The product is a good product, and uh, you can save some money, and you can support us by doing that. Go like them on social media. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he's got all kinds of cool stuff. You guys, I've seen everybody with fucking Kith shirts and yeah. fucking Godzilla eating E.T. and the new shirt for Sofa King that Jimmy did over there. Um, he does great work, good quality. Um, he makes the Mindframe uh, Patreon shirts. He makes the Sofa King Patreon shirts. Um, go over there, buy something, support him. If you want to support us, you can go to soapykingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, not right now, though, because they Malik's Majones us <laughs> and we're fucking down again and we're fighting it. So we're, we're trying to get that back up. But um, yeah, support us that way. Um, also, check out uh, SKR Apparel. That's S U I K E R apparel.com. Check out retrovague.com. If you're into 80s stuff, there's lots of cool uh, gear over there. Go check that out. Check out Mindframe Podcast. Uh, we put out episodes on Mindframe Monday every week, sit downs um, at the Patreon support level of $5. Um, if you listen to Mindframe and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, there's great discussion episodes between myself, Dave, and Zach. And uh, we answer those questions because we have the questions too. We're listening right. at the same time. We're only ahead by like an episode or two maybe because of recording schedules. Um, but by the time you hear the sit down, I, I still don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> when we record the sit downs, I'm as lost as you are on some of that stuff. And it's been super you helpful wouldn't, You wouldn't me. remember anyway, let's be honest. I really wouldn't. Like I've talked to Dave. I've had to go back and like re-listen and catch back up and stuff. Yeah. But that's just me. A lot of people i think fucking have shit figured out like i almost got scared of spoilers because someone posted something in the mindframe group the other day saying that the, everything was coming together and they think they knew what was up and i was just like i'm not reading it that's part of it yeah, yeah i'm not I reading need it to read it i need to get in there and see what yeah people are thinking. so but yeah there's a mindframe dave's group. gonna change it um, <laughs> that's a much better idea yes yeah if you love us um if you if you love the podcast uh, don't forget apple podcast leave sofa king podcast five star reviews and make up for those haters that say we got that 15 minutes of fucking bad babbling in the beginning or that we cuss too much or whatever the fuck they're mad about. Um, it really helps uh, help if you go give us a five-star review if you haven't already and do so for Mindframe Podcast. Uh, check that out. Check out Brewing the 99 Podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave them a review. Um, but we're, it's all those are across all <laughs> yeah. platforms. And I want, I want to think too, like the Brewing the 99, I know it's not for everybody. It's a magic podcast. And, you know, a lot of people from this show have went over there and showed love. And I appreciate it because, you know, uh, you don't have to, and it's something you're not into. Uh, but there are people who have started playing uh, after they listened to it because yeah. they thought it sounded cool. So did Axel show um, up and play finally? Nah, he don't play. He didn't show up. He keeps mm -hmm. like telling me like he was gonna go, and then I didn't go. I know Enox, Brandon Enox went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, he's yeah. playing. He's playing. He keeps sending me stuff. But uh, Axel's like, just talking hey, shit. I got all this. Yeah. So yeah, so all um, the Kane Shiro boys show up. They yeah, drive all the yeah. way to fucking town and play those yeah, magic they, games. Yeah, they, they drove. Yeah, just on a random Friday. Yeah. They came just to play, so um, it's a long drive. I think it's two and a half, three hours for them from down in the OC. They need something long in their life. Oh, yeah. 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 Everything else is short. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, anyway, we have a Sculpt Member of the Month. Sculpt Member of the Month is Artie J. Allen. I like to call him Artie Jallen. The first and, one was loud. Uh, yeah, Brent has a crush on him, apparently. I do. I'll admit it. I was going to say no homo, but lots of homo. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't afraid to say it, man. So, 
But he has some weird complex. He started doing his hair like me. Mm. I got his eyebrows trimmed like mine. You trim your eyebrows? No, he oh. got his trim Trimmed to look to be, like yeah, oh, exactly. You don't, but he but, did it to resemble yeah, yours. Yeah, I see. he had to do it to resemble mine. Same beard. I have to say, it's um, working for me. Yeah. Got, he got the Ryan Reynolds thing going on yeah. like you. He dyed his, he dyed his eye color. Uh, wow. He got the injections. Yes, the injections. Did he gain, did he gain yeah. weight and start drinking Dr. Pepper? No. No? No. Well, fuck you, man. He's already fat. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. So he's good. He's fat and bald yeah. and blind and stupid uh-huh. or something, right? right. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. You got it now. Now I know who you're talking about. I was actually confused. Oh, were you? Yeah, I just been looking at some handsome guy in there. It was the wrong dude. That's filters. This one was from Texas or something. It's yeah, the wrong filters, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He shot it at a downward angle. Yeah, yeah. He had one of them Snapchat. Filters there are some on there. funny ass fucking like selfie things where people take a fucking goofy picture or like a selfie picture and it's like the real what they really look like and what their fucking like profile picture looks like. That's crazy what fucking people pull off on their profile oh, yeah. picture. Like they weigh fucking five hundred pounds and look like they're fucking huh. a model or something. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's a funny angle. Yeah, you know, people people have to, um, you know, got to feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's, that's why I'm, I'm all tra- for it. That's why I'm trying to look it. like you. Yeah, I'm all for it. So, I mean, if that's what makes you happy, mm-hmm. then then it's good. There's two is things he, you love in life: he, Michael Jackson and Brad Taylor. It's a weird combo, but your tattoos. Um, it's with Sharpie. It looked kind of shitty to be honest. Yeah. But I mean, those are temporary. Yeah. It's, you know, soon, soon he'll have it down. It's fine. But I'm not hating, you know, no, no. it's fine. It's flattery. I mean, he's, yeah. And he's not the only one either. Right. The, the weird thing that started to happen yeah. is now when I look at you, I kind of see him yeah. and it's getting awkward uh, over yeah, here. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah it's getting you. weird. Yeah. Diana Anzarina. Yeah. She, she started doing it too. And it's not gender based. They, huh. they call them That's brand sexuals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Transvestites, yep. like you have different terms, but it's yeah, people who you know they go through everything they can to become more like Brad. Um, mm-hmm. Diana and the Zoom group uh, sent me a, a a gingerbread chicken coop. It's a gingerbread. A gingerbread. <laughs> it's a gingerbread cook a chicken coop, complete with little chickens and shit. But it it didn't make the it didn't make the trip. It's completely broken and smashed. She like because she pre made it, so it was all you know because she's a baker, a butcher, oh, and a candlestick right. maker. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's all bro- it smells delicious. Yeah. But you know, I'll, I'll post pictures. It but it didn't make the trip. There's a little pigeon in there and shit. Apparently, I, I just have to take her word for it because it's just a bunch of cookie crumbs now. <laughs> so it happens. Ace Ventura's vegan. It was a vegan one, huh? He delivered it with his heel. I don't think it's a vegan because it was just for oh. me. Oh. oh, maybe though. I don't know. It's. Gingerbread. She's vegan. She's vegan. No, no she yeah. just makes vegan stuff for Dave. Mm. Well, I don't know. Anyway, thank you, Artie. Uh, you are the Skull Member of the Month. Sure, you'd be excited. Um, you know, keep trying to be me. You'll never be me. No. But, you know, no one can be me. Just me. I can yep. be me. Yep. Anyway, if you're on Reddit, go to r 4 slash podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Don't go to our website because we are being Malik's Majonesed. Um, <laughs> trying to deplatform us. That's how yeah, we know we, to, we made it. Trying to take us off the internet. It's trying real, to wipe us it's out. Real curious that it keeps happening though. I do feel mm-hmm. slightly targeted. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Anyway, um, personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave. Also check out Lucateco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas. And Podbelly, um, the Spotify playlist is going to be Self King Podcast 2021. And uh, you can find the other playlists on there, too. There are a lot of songs, a lot of in songs, all on playlists on Spotify. 
And go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast to support the show for as little as a dollar. You get those bonus episodes uh, and we uh, show our appreciation with other goodies. And I'm mailing um, out uh, stuff this week actually for new patrons. If you're waiting on a shirt, that's it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I've just been busy and there's some 500 club decanters. So if you felt like you're waiting for that, we forgot you. We didn't. We were waiting on them to show up and I finally mm-hmm. have them now. Um, for the most part, there's some modification and gluing and building and stuff that has to happen, but um, I'm going to try to see if I can make some of that happen this, this week. So uh, we thank you, and um, that's pretty much it. Good, Dave? I'm good. All right. Don't be a retard. Oh. I was raised by the wolves. I was raised by the wolves. I was raised by the wolves. Apes that ain't fools. Run through the night, playing with your life. Going against the pack, that's risk in your life. Better play it right, yeah, you better play it right. I got loyalty and blood. I do anything for love and everything for us. Doing everything like everything ain't been too much. You know my favorite time to come through for you is the clutch. Last second, what a rush. Look, I'm the type to talk to the stars. Straight up, these ain't tattoos, these are scars. My young dogs will tell you when the witnesses apart. They care about starving more than they do by the charge. Me, I can't break a commitment. I just seen people fuck up the whole team because they couldn't play their position. Talking about dating, meaning, bitch, you know the road to hell was paid with good intentions. I see myself in my nemesis. I contemplate and forgiveness. I think I lost all my innocence. Yeah. Hold my life depend on this. This ain't no simple sucker shit. Try and steal and you get bit. That's what you motherfucking get. I feel safer taking risks and I can't eat this on my own life. Put my back against the wall just to see how much I grow, dog. I was, I was raised by the wolves. Eight to they fools. Run through the night. Playing with your life. Going against the pack. That's risk in your life. Better play it right. Better play it right. I was raised by the wolves. Eight to they fools. Cold, cold world, and you could be predator, you could be prey. I was raised by the wolves, eight to they fools. Run through the night, playing with your life. 